Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, I mean, what's the story? I mean, you got a guy or? Yes, three big ones and they left went blood. Her name is Samantha Baker, and today is her 16th birthday. Fred, she's gotten her boobies. Oh, <laughs> I'd better go get my magnifying glass. They forgot my birthday. Classic. This is the single worst day of my entire life. Universal Pictures presents... <laughs> Score, a direct hit. 16 Candles. The story of a girl who's stuck with a guy who's driving her crazy. Nice manners, babe. And stuck on a guy she's crazy about. Who's Jake? Jake Ryan. Jake's my boy. Jake is a senior, and he's beautiful and perfect. He doesn't even know you exist. He smiles at me, and I don't say anything. I can't believe I'm such a jerk. You quit feeling sorry for yourself. It's bad for your complexion. She's stuck between a half-wit. Very hot, very hot. And a heartbreaker. I want a serious girlfriend. Somebody I can love. It's going to love me back. Pretty intense, huh? Over. Everyone she knows is either on her case. You know you're the one I want to buy, huh? Or out of their tree. It only happens once in a lifetime. This has got to be a joke. And once is enough. Happy birthday, Samantha. This is getting good. 16 Candles. Rape is never good. Um... Back in the day, we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish. The class of 04's own Big Hern, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much, man. I discovered there's a couple movies that whenever they come on, I can start them wherever and mm-hmm. I have to finish them. Uh, Heat. Okay. With Pacino and De Niro for whatever reason, doesn't matter what part, it could be like 30 minutes from the end, I'm in. And uh, uh, Shawshank Redemption came on. I can't, I can't stop. I, I just, Jesus Christ, every time. I've got, I've got two of those too. And one of mine is also incredibly long. So like one of them is Boys in the Hood. Wherever Boys in the Hood is, I'm going to finish that. Whenever it comes is it a long movie? End. No. I've never seen it. The other one, you've never seen it. We can do it for the podcast. They're in high school. 
Uh, the the other one is Forrest Gump, which is incredibly long. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it might as well be Lord of the Rings. I'm tired. I yeah. think I'm gonna go home now. I'm like, all right, I can watch from here. I can watch from here. Yeah, unfortunately, it's always like him running out of his braces. I'm like, oh, I have to be here for five more hours. And fuck think that. I ruined your roommate's sweater. All right. <laughs> I, I can watch from there. We, we can do this all day. We can do this Jesus all day. Jesus Christ. You guys joining us in the class of 03. She's one of half of our very own Texas two-step, the one and only big sis, Megan Mills. Hey, Megan. Hi, it's good to be back. Um, I'm super back. glad that you have the intro and without me saying hello for the last several months yeah well i haven't introduced you as part of the intro but i've uh, <laughs> i've counted us as four since you took your your hiatus <laughs> and uh yeah it's it's i didn't want to change that part of it and like maybe she'll come back you know and maybe yeah. not it's it's a little bit like um you know when the, the original singer died in acdc they didn't like change the name you know yeah, you kept it the same. And Bon Scott. Let's find a guy who sounds kind of like him. A little, a but little, a little bit, just yeah. barely, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Speaking of bands, okay. yeah. Speaking of bands and singers and movies, you can start watching from wherever. I just watched that thing you do this weekend. Oh, we got um, that. For which, the by the way, we should just we should just change the podcast and do that one. So at the dentist. Yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> I don't so have great notes for that tonight, but when we do have it, you have to come back for that one. Uh, rounding out the two-step, this podcast chief endocrinology and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, hmm. Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Not much. Uh, I had a whole thing I was going to say when I, Uh-oh. this morning, I was thinking about it today and I totally forgot it. So this is it. Hello, everyone. Well, Good evening. I- I'm gonna, good night and good luck. I don't know. I'm going to jump into that gap and tell you guys to watch that uh, Bill Cosby documentary on Showtime. Because, woo! It's, it's fucked up, but it's really good. And it's not... I watched that Woody Allen one on HBO, which is the darkest, bleakest shit you could imagine. Oh, I didn't finish yeah. that one. Oof. It's just It just keeps on getting sadder. This one, mm. that's what mm. I thought this was going to be. Where it's just like, you know, a, a cavalcade of him raping women for 40 years. Yeah. It's like... Jesus. They'll they'll talk about like what his career was doing at a time, um, and then also like then interview a woman that he raped in that time. So it's like okay, so he was on right. I Spy, which was like you know a, the big breakthrough for a, a black actor to be taken seriously, and he was the first one to demand mm-hmm. you know black uh, stunt doubles for him instead of just painting a white person black. Also, oh, he sure. raped this woman. Oh my god! And it's like okay. oh god, but that it's it's really good because it's like. Okay they do enough of talking about the rest of his life that you're not just like, this is four episodes of just like the saddest shit you can imagine. But uh, yeah, fuck Bill Cosby. Anyway, this week we are talking about what a segue. 16 Candles, <laughs> 1984, a year that I'm sure Bill Cosby raped a woman. Um, this is a, uh, it's a time warp for us. Um, it is free on Hulu. You can rent it on Row 8, Prime, Vudu, Redbox, Roku, and Apple TV. But uh, you know, watch it on Hulu if you have it. It's free. The synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes. With the occasion all but overshadowed by her sister's upcoming wedding, angst-ridden Shan- Shannon, Jesus Christ, angst-ridden <laughs> Samantha. I was going to say Shangela. I was like, oh, you watching Shan- Drag Race? Okay. Sharon Angela. Okay. Yeah. I'm going I'm to pull it back together, guys. Angst-ridden Samantha faces her 16th birthday with typical adolescent dread. Samantha pines for studly older boy Jake, but worries that her chastity will be a turnoff for the popular senior. 
Meanwhile, Samantha must constantly rebuff the affections of nerdy Ted, the only boy in school, unfortunately, who seems to take an interest in her. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Mm. I, I was thrown off by them calling her Samantha because she's just Sam for the whole movie. So I, she does correct turn someone. Off of I think she does correct somebody, yeah. But, yeah. Was it her grandmother? I think Probably. so. One of her which, which one? The one that groped her or the one... Not the groping one. didn't grope her. <laughs> that did happen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, big Sis, if you could give us a rundown of who is in this movie. Oh, boy. Here we go. I haven't done this for a while. A little rusty. Um, well, Molly Ringwald plays Samantha or Sam. Uh, Justin Henry plays Mike Baker. Oh, gosh. Michael Schofling? Could be. Yeah. Schofling, sure. Schofling okay. something. Sheafling, Sheafling, yeah. Sheafling. Plays Jake. Mm-hmm. Not sure what else he's been in in life, but I, you know what? Actually, this picture, <laughs> I, I think I might know. We'll come back to that. Um, Havilland Morris plays Caroline. Getty Watanabe. Oh boy, Watanabe. Watanabe. <laughs> okay. Good, good driver. Plays Long Duck Dong, which we're gonna come back to that. We sure are. Later. Um, Anthony Michael Hall plays the geek. Paul Dooley plays Jim Baker. Carlin Glenn plays Brenda Baker. Blanche Baker plays Ginny. Edward Andrews plays Howard. Billy Bird plays Dorothy. These are all the grandparents. Yeah. Carol Cook plays Helen. Max Showalter plays Fred. I don't know. Is it, oh, John Cusack plays Bryce. Of course, we have mm-hmm. to talk about him. And his <laughs> sister, Joan, is also in it. I don't know if she gets credited. Yeah, she's geek like girl number one. I was going to say geek girl. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and that's about it. Unless there's anyone we want to call out. I mean, I Frank Howard. Is. Wait, who plays that? The geek guy. Uh, yeah. Oh, Which there. One? I mean, there's a few of them. That's Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. 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 Stop. Farmer Ted. <laughs> yeah. Wait. It's, it's no. What? Wait. Stop. No. Yeah. What, Megan? You didn't. <laughs> You didn't realize Farmer Ted slash the geek, the main geek, was played by Anthony Michael Hall in this film? Correct. Mm, <laughs> you are rusty. It's, I, I feel bad. In my notes, he's just the geek because that's what they call him in the movie. The motherfucker has a name. Like They go through his name and everything. I think he might have a last name. But like uh, he's for sure Ted. Ted Farmer. Farmer Ted. Oh, there you go. I think I saw something in the trivia about it, but he's credited as the geek the in the geek. closing in the credit. Yeah, in the credits. Yeah. Okay. Just wild. There. I'm like, that doesn't seem right at all. He has a name. Call all right. Him. Well, he looks very different now. He was young. Yes. I mean, he looked yeah. age appropriate. I would say. Yeah. I'm not sure if he was, you know, 14, 15, but he wasn't a 25 year old playing a high school freshman. Yeah. Um, he was like one of the only ones that was age appropriate. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Let's uh, go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this one. Dana, what do you got? I'm assuming it was in high school for mm. me. I can't like, I feel like I came late to John Hughes films because like, I don't know, I had older brothers. We were watching a lot of Blood Swore, Rambo, shit like that. Yeah, it's good. So, cool so, stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think at some point in high school, one of my friends was like, what? You've never seen these? So like, I had to watch a lot of John Hughes. So I'm going to go high school. Okay. All right. Dave? Yesterday. First time. That's right. I saw, I saw Breakfast Club in, in high school, but it, I, 
it's just got past me. I'm sorry. Wow, 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 wow. I'm, I'm curious yeah. where this is going to go. Yeah. This? How about you? So when we first were discussing this, I was thinking Breakfast Club in my head. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> so when I started watching it, I'm like, have I seen this before? I think I have, but I have zero recollection. And I don't think I saw the whole thing. Okay. okay. It's going to be a fun okay. episode. Yeah. Um, Dana, did it make the grade for you? Should they hold this back? What about you? Have you seen this? Oh movie shit! Before? Yes, I am having Megan here is thrown <laughs> off my whole fucking rhythm. It's it's all real real bad. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if you guys remember. Um, in the summer of two thousand seven, VH1 put on the World Series of Pop Culture. Um, no. as I've mentioned, and Dave no. as well. I mm. <laughs> I'm a very serious trivia <laughs> player. Um. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that came from that summer, um, my last summer on campus in college, getting real drunk with my friends all day and watching the World Series of Pop Culture. It was just a trivia competition on VH1 for like five hours a day for like two weeks. Mm. This um, sounds right up my alley, but I missed it. Okay. It was awesome. Okay. I, I wish they'd bring it back. Um, it might be on Paramount Plus, now that I'm thinking about it, but huh. one of the teams was named We Love Jake Ryan, and I had no idea what that reference was about. Um, one of my friends judged the hell out of me for not knowing, so we wound up watching it on demand later that night. It was my first time watching it. I'm like, oh, I get it now. I, I don't know why you love him, but I get the reference at least. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, now, Dana, did it make the grade sure. for you to hold this back? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, okay. So 1984. Mm-hmm. Ages. Eons ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, one of the first teen films. Yes. We watched the first last two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. Um, I'm putting all these qualifiers in because I don't really like it as much anymore. I was watching it. I was like, did I ever like this movie? It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I think that's about no. fair. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. okay. Dave, make the grade for you or should I hold it back? It was an efficient 93 minutes. I always appreciate that. Um... <laughs> There were a couple laughs, but uh, most of them were the expensive uh, of stereotypes and stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I know why I found that. Yeah, I found that. Fun. Okay, I got it. Um, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, what what do you really what are you gonna say? I mean, I'm, I'm like this. This is iconic. There were stuff that I. Rem- that was referenced on like Family Guy. I'm like, yeah. that's where they got that. Where yeah. is my automobile? I'm like, okay, yes. I, I I know where that's from now. <laughs> so I, I got that that out of it, but I didn't really get a lot of enjoyment, really anything out of oh. it. But it, it was it was, but it, it was fine. It, it 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 was fine. Okay, okay. it was fine. What do you say? Wow, I mean, how do I follow that rave <laughs> review? Um, so I kind of also agree that I was kind of bored. It's It was like there were moments where I wanted it to be like National Lampoon, like like ridiculous, and it mm-hmm. like wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also wasn't like, it, it wasn't like Breakfast Club. Like somehow it's like when you said it was 93 minutes, I was like, oh God, I thought it was like, <laughs> Three hours. Really? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like it could have, but I'm like, it's iconic. So I'm like, I can't like totally shit on it. And yeah, there were some good lines and stuff like that, you know? So, yeah. 
Yeah, I think we're basically all in the same boat here. Like, it's I'm not gonna say it didn't make the grade. They shouldn't have held it back. It's not like oh, this should not have been a movie. Um, yeah. like a D for me. Like, there were some real problematic elements. <laughs> Most of the movie kind of falls into that category. Um, didn't really do anything particularly unexpected. But Molly Ringwald was like her Molly Ringwaldist, which is nice to see her really get to do most of the heavy lifting in the movie um watching it i could really understand why it became an iconic movie especially for girls who were like around this age or a little bit younger when they first watched it um i think it does a a pretty good job of summing up what i would imagine you know teenage girl angst to be like um so like yeah it it passes but like jesus man this should have been a lot a lot better um I am going to get us started with a fun fact here. Um, This is very, very out of character for me. Does anybody on this pod know who Jimmy Iovine is? Yes. Okay. I watched the Jimmy Dr. Dre documentary on HBO. The defiant ones, right? Yeah. He's he's that guy? Wow. Okay. So so Jimmy Iovine, um, he's better known as the co-founder of Interscope Records, Mm -hmm. uh, the first producer to sign Tupac to a major label deal the money man behind Death Row Records, the co-founder of Beats by Dre and co-creator of Apple Music was the music supervisor on this movie. Um, Makes I sense. saw his name in the credits. Yeah. I'm like, Jimmy Iovine? <laughs> no, he it's a wild soundtrack. There are so many good tracks on this. So it makes there, sense. Are, there is good music, but you yeah. made it to the credits? The, it, opening credits. Opening credits. Oh. Yeah, his, his name, oh. it, it might be before the title is shown. <laughs> He's very. I don't think it's that. I don't know, man. He might have gotten the Halle Berry treatment from um, Race the Sun. No, I'm pretty sure it was like John Hughes first. Oh, it was sixteen candles, and then the cast. Yes, very, very shitty type that they chose. The the font they chose for the the credits bothered me. That's that's is just it's knockoff Times New Roman. Don't do that shit for a fucking feature film. Shame on you. Uh, It's 1984. Okay. Other they're probably facts. typing that right on the. Yeah, they're probably like typesetting. Yeah, they've <laughs> <laughs> got a, a Gutenberg type press. They do. They're rolling the ink on it themselves. Yeah, it's wood, wood it type. Down. Oh yeah. god! Onto right. like projector film. Yes. Yeah. Onto yeah. actual. Got so labor <laughs> intensive. Other fun facts. Killing fumes. Um. Oh. Okay, sorry. Uh. I'll go next because I think I wrote all these other ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was the uh, directorial debut of John Hughes. Uh, when you said National Lampoon, he wrote a lot of like, I don't know, he, he wrote uh, like the vacation films. So that's mm-hmm. how he knew Anthony Michael Hall. So like there is, he does have that shtick in him. Um, no, I could see it like, it was like an early budding of it, but it didn't quite. There were a lot of setups that just didn't have punchlines. Yeah, I think he probably yeah. tried to like tone it down because it was meant it was like teen romance, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. This one, I was shook because could you imagine this film if Jake Ryan was played by a young Vigo Mortensen? No. I cannot imagine. Could what you? Did, no. I, I pulled imagine. up pictures. I pulled up pictures because he was also in He's Witness in 1984. He's he good looking now. He and is good looking now. Back then, apparently uh, Molly was pulling for him, but Jake got it. (laughs) 
don't even know the man's name. I'm not even gonna call him by his name because yeah, I, I have I have things about comments about him. But yeah, could have been Vigo Mortensen. That's crazy. Just, he's got a different sensibility. To, now, to this was 1984. Oh, I'm thinking like I'm thinking like post Eastern Promises Vigo. It's yes. That's what I'm also thinking. Yes. Yeah. After <laughs> being Aragon, or am I saying that right? Lord, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's Aragon. Aragon. Yeah. Naked Aragon. knife fight in Sona. I am Vigo. Yeah. It's a different Vigo. No, that man no. is going to play a high school senior. That version of him is in this film. Yeah. Yes, Dave. That's yeah. it. Got that's it. Got it. it. <laughs> no, but that, that chin dimple, you just can't get enough of that. He's got, yeah. he's got a nice chimple. Um, What's wrong with yeah. the butt chin? Nothing yeah. wrong with the butt chin. That's true. Man. That's true. Um, I'll just do one more, which is pretty obvious, is that Caroline, the Caroline character, I think it's Haviland something or other, is wearing a wig, which becomes very obvious of one scene in the movie. But, which I thought was interesting, the reason she's wearing a, a wig is because she's a natural redhead, and John Hughes felt there should only be one redhead in the film. <sighs> Quotas. Redhead quota. Redhead which, quota. On the one there's hand, just I, too many. There's too many the in this hand, movie. I get, on the other hand, y'all are sisters, so it wouldn't be like weird if... No, 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 no. So Caroline... Wait... Am I thinking the wrong? Oh, I'm sorry. You're, Jake I was thinking, Ryan's I was thinking girlfriend, Jenny. right? You're right. Yeah, Caroline. Yeah, no, Jake, Jake Ryan's yeah, girlfriend. Right. Um, Her wig is pretty wiggy. You're right. It's really bad. Yeah. And I admit well, it was a like great time. She's having yeah. a great time. I was like, time. oh, of course she's wearing a wig because her hair gets cut off. But then I was like, oh, to find out just because. Also, one last thing. I didn't write it down. This is pretty creepy. So like, John Hughes, like Molly, Molly Ringwald becomes his muse, and I think mm-hmm. she like wrote about it in an either Vanity Fair or New York Mag article when she like watched one of her John Hughes films with her daughter and like some of her friends. Um, But he like asked his agent for like a stack of headshots of like teenage girls or something. I don't know. It sounded really Mm. weird. And then he leafed through them, liked hers, and then like put the picture up on his wall and wrote this whole film with that face and that person in mind. Sure he, master- he masturbated a movie. Yeah, he he sure did. Saying, he's like, oh yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he for sure geode. Um, I I don't I don't know how to feel about. I mean, on the one hand, like, it's nice to know that you're writing like with someone in mind. Mm-hmm. On the other yeah. hand, there's a lot of a lot of parts about this. A lot of the times that she mentions how she needs four more inches of bod. That happens a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's um, perky boobies part with the grandma. I don't, I don't like a lot of that. Eighty four huh? was a weird time. It would have been eighty three or eighty two. Yeah. No, oh. filmed in, filmed in eighty three. Came out in eighty four. Who who knows? I, I have no idea. But one thing that I thought was interesting: this movie made most of its money in v, in VHS mm-hmm. later. Um, it opened up number two at the box office in oh. May eighty four. What was number one? Can anyone tell me? Was there like an Indiana Jones movie? No, this huh. number one will probably shock you. Any Is it ideas? Like, uh, ghost Dad. G- give me like a hint. Not Ghost Dad. That came out <laughs> in like the late 80s, early 90s. Um, like what genre? Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, there's like... Oh, like dance you know, you know breaking? Flash dance? Breaking, breaking! was number, number one at the box office. That's awesome. That's wild. fantastic. I, I, I saw that. I'm like, Brian likes yeah. to do that dancing. So I thought, I thought you'd appreciate that. Yeah, that's fun. I'm happy that happened. Um, all right, guys. Let's get into uh, the recap and the segments here. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, my first thing, weird as fuck that this movie's rated PG. That not that weird. Uh, no, no, not, not that not weird. The time we've talked well, about this before. We, we, we've talked we about have. this before. However, Fast Times at Ridgemont High was rated R. What's the goddamn difference? Mm. Oh, there's an abortion from this. There's an abortion. abortion. Abortion is what is what makes it an R-rated movie. Yes. Yeah. Wow. They abortion. Wanted- and there's more unfortunate sex in, in that movie than a little in this one. one more scene. Yeah. I think I think in like the the trivia or whatever research I was doing on Fast, like I think they wanted to make like Fast Times like X. Like they wanted to give it like <laughs> this was they were like, like fuck this. These kids are fucking. We can't have they this. They wanted to bury it in the porno theaters My in God. Times Square. That's, that's Times what they wanted to do. Just, yeah. Um, well, and also I don't know the topics. During this time, while you know, rape is never good. Um, that might I don't be your poll quote. It was That's poll quote. Quite, That's good. <laughs> I don't think it was quite in the same like vision. Like, yeah, yeah we're, they, we're in a new time. But oddly enough, the rape in this was worse than the rape in Fast Times. We're gonna talk about it. Well, but at least she was awake in Fast Times. I would say I think there was like I just tried to pull it up really quickly and then I closed it. But like I don't think there were like a ton of options. Like that's this, we're yeah, at the time where they're wrong. like, yeah, and it's not enough because I know I literally it's really on in my notes. I was like boobs. Yeah, all I'll, caps. I'm gonna run through them. It was there. I was like, yeah, Unity I was, PG. Was, yeah, yeah. And- I, I I have I have I took note of the things that I'm like this is a P, this is the same rating as Sandlot. <laughs> Right. No, this is a it, decade it, it, later. It was it, it came out. It was two months too early for a PG thirteen. Yeah, it yeah. just two missed. months. But, so yeah. as as Dana said, there are just nude naked boobs in the shower scene. Um, That's good. That's and good. a full butt. Like they 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 play that like timpani sound. The brown. If you're from Chicago, <laughs> it's the noise that it makes when Eagle Man lays his egg. Um, <laughs> it's the exact same oh, sound. Oh wow! Hundred Oh, man. It's the same thing. So they show boobs like close up, and then they just show her taking a shower for no reason. It's not like we need to have her. That's what in I was going to say. Like it literally could have been cut, and the whole thing would have been fine. Yeah, we understand was, Caroline's it, hot. We need to have her naked in the it shower. It was a shower food. with commentary too. People yeah. just talking like, "Man, that's that's unfair. That's yeah. what the fuck, man." Just two girls like, with them titties. <laughs> I will say it is not Haviland, whatever her name. I should get her name right. She had a shower double. Yeah. Yeah, Oh no. It's a whole stunt body. She didn't feel comfortable. Stunt butt as well. Um, She's in. Oh yeah. Haviland Morris, because the whole thing was like, she's supposed to have bigger boobs than Molly Ringwald and Haviland's like, I don't. So like they (laughs) did that. Yeah. (laughs) This is the whole body double. I was like, okay. Uh, they also in this PG movie uh, say fuck shit and bitch. Um, Molly mm-hmm. Ringwald drops an f bomb like two minutes into the movie. It's one of the first things she says, and then the little brother said bitch about thirty seconds before that. Like a seven year old kid said bitch in this movie. 
Yeah. He's a bad kid. He's 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 a, he's, a, he's a bad kid. So I'm I'm pretty sure that they're just like bad kids say bad things. So we'll just let that PG. PG. Yeah, PG. Yeah. Yeah. Um, PG. There is rampant binge drinking and smoking. I don't know yeah. that you can show anyone drinking in a PG movie anymore. Uh, you for sure can't show a whole house full of blackout drunk teenagers. Let's go back to these times. I think we've gone we've gone too soft. We got too we've soft. Too soft. Mm-hmm. We got too we soft. Should. And then no, the people smoking cigarettes indoors and like oh, that's just random bottles of hard liquor. Just oh. like yep, drink that, like, smoke this. Those were the days, man. Those were the days. Over the Ooh. breakfast, maker. Oh, oh God. just was, chasing after the ash with this with the spatula. Hoping it to was catch fantastic. I was like, I need a whole like. Someone on YouTube needs to break that down for me. How did the one grandma keep? She it was like the was whole cigarette inch, was just inch, ash. Inch and a half of ash. Aquanet, yeah, just rapid Aquanet, <laughs> just ash. chemicals I mean, of some sort. Yeah, I Scott's wanted more of them. Like, yes, yes. I like. I wanted a whole little episode about them yeah i i could have used more of the grandma's both um i didn't need more of the bad joke grandpa i didn't i had enough mm-hmm. of him as it was the other grandpa i'm fine with but the the loud the i, I don't know how else to put this i'm gonna assume he's rich like yeah. the the dad's parents seem like they came from money so like oh i thought they were the mom's parents it was the mom's parents that's what i thought Whichever one. That, no, the one the they one, don't make it clear. No, he was like a shooter McGavin. Yes. Yeah. He's finger guns yeah. McGee over here. Yeah, I didn't I did I had enough of him. Um mm. then as uh, as we mentioned off mic, this movie did have some poor unfortunate sex in it. Mm-hmm. Did we, don't it? Actually, we don't well, we don't see the sex like Correct. in past okay. times. Um yeah. they talk about it happening and oh, it God. is unfortunate. We it's were gonna I think I don't know how we can progress without just go ahead and dovetail into some what's your problem here. Mm. Uh, let's start light. There is casual use of the F word and the R word that we've kind of come to expect from 80s movies. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen it enough that it's not really surprising, but goddamn, if it isn't jarring when you hear it, it's yeah. <laughs> every time like, oh God, Jesus, man, calm down. Uh, hmm? There's also a racial slur that I had to look there up because I was unaware. Oh, there's that it two. Was. There's two. Which one? Which one? Well, Say it so we can isolate it. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm well, kidding. well, this one it's it's among it's among the the more um, anodyne uh, racial slurs. But Mike does call Long Duck Dong a Chinaman. Oh yeah, that's happening a lot. That also that happens, happens in blue chips. Every chip. five seconds. Every yeah, five seconds. Happened, happened in blue chips. That's right. Ninety million Chinamen um, don't give a yeah. damn about the game that just happened. Are you hey. talking about the uh, the term bohunk? Is that the one yes. you're going with? Yeah. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's I'm laughing at slur. Really? Dave's goddamn it. Yeah. Blue chips. It's a, not yeah. bohunk being a racial slur. Yeah. It's a bohunk is like what? Like a like a southeast European of some sort? Like a Slavic person? It's like oh, no. it's a it's a portmanteau of uh, bohemian and Hungarian. It's specifically okay. for hungarians like mainly. so yeah it's <laughs> who knew why i'm like getting in there yeah. whatever um but yeah so it's basically just saying like we're like lesser eastern europeans yeah, i guess a swarthy I european it's it's yeah. funny to me that you mentioned that like my parents um a long time ago maybe 20 maybe 08 i think they went on one of those like viking river cruises uh, happened to be during the European Soccer Championship. Oh, those look lovely. And yeah. they, they had All a great parents. time. 
Yeah, they said it was commercials amazing. at two a.m. all the time. All Can't the time. wait you have to be like sixty to go on those. Can't I, wait. Well, they were like, it's very nice. You know, you're on the boat for a few hours, and you get off, and you're on some other country. You get to shop for a couple hours, and you're back on the boat. Yeah, Bill's mom said, loves them. Yeah, awesome. said That's it was fantastic. great. What they said was being on it during the European Soccer Championship was like the craziest shit they've ever seen. My dad called me from I don't know somewhere in like Portugal or Spain. And he was like, Boy. I like I did not realize every white person hated every other kind of white person. Oh. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, the Polish have racial slurs for the Czechs, and the Czechs have racial slurs for the Greeks, and the Greeks have them for the English. And I'm like, I did there's, not know you guys were all. There's some. There's. I don't know if you know this. There's there's some race issues in uh, yes. football in Europe. Yes. It's uh, it's an ongoing concern. It's awful. Uh, oy, oy it's awful. They've, been, they've had those stop racism banners up for thirty years. It's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. Bohunk, to know that we have a racial slur specifically for Hungarians is fucking wild. That got past me. That got past me. Well, I could be like, oh, the fact they keep saying it, keep saying it. And I was like, am I going to regret searching for this? It's not, not ideal. But I was like, okay, it's not as. But then they also like, because I, I, I don't think we're going to talk about it a ton, but then they go to dinner. They keep going like, oh, we got to go to dinner with the rice checks or the, the rice checks. checks. They don't know how to say these people's names. Yeah. And they have to take them to the them. club. And, but then they play. To me, I was getting very much like an Italian mafia vibe. And I yes. was like. Yes. 100%. Especially once he describes like, these are all the businesses I'm involved in. I'm like, yeah. They, okay. They were, I see they what were, they're trying to do here. They were giving Italian mafia. They were dressed much more like Russian mafia. Yeah, like that's what I was gonna say. Like, is this not like the Cold War type of? Yeah, I, I, uh, we went to high school um, with a guy who oddly stood up at my wedding. So Megan and Dave, you both know this gentleman who's married into the Russian mafia. Like you asked him, or he just stood up and was like, "I'm gonna say." Oh no, no, he's he was my He was my groomsman. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, he's married into the Russian mafia. I've been over to his wife's parents' house, and I'm like, "Yeah, you, you sure are." Like yeah. every one of this house, they all look the same. Look like those ladies from the um, the mom jeans SNL sketch. Like all the women look like that, and they're all like, you know, drinking vodka at eight a.m. or whatever, while the husbands are all in suits, screaming into their phones in Russian. It was it was a wild scene. Um, but that's how the the the, the Rischek family kind of all looked. Was they had that kind of a presentation about them? You marry my forty year old son because he looked like he was forty six years old, God. and she's marrying. Marrying like a 20, was she 19, 20 years old? I mean, she was on a lot of pills for sure. We're going to talk about her being drugged up at her wedding. She was having some difficulties, but as soon as I saw him, I'm like, I I understand cigarettes, red meat, all that stuff. People look older, but a lot of brown liquor. He looked old, looked like an older guy. He had a great face. Now that we've gotten the the fun problematic shot out of the way, let's talk about your boy Long Duck Dong. Oh, okay. Poor Getty Watanabe. Um, hmm? not Ooh, only I have a fun fact. Oh, I love Getty. I love Getty Watanabe. Um, yeah. the gong was not in the script. Who put it in there? He's like someone had it was, fun. It was Jimmy Iovine. He's like, what do you do? We we need a gong whenever this guy's on the screen. That would have been Jimmy, Jimmy Iovine. Now I'm gonna yeah. start death row. Um, it's music, right? Yeah. It just, yeah. So I didn't need the gong to sound every time someone nope. said his name. The nope. name itself is fucking awful. Um, yep. Not only was there no reason for him to be Asian in the movie, there's no reason for him to be in the movie at all. 
Like yeah. he's just there for us to laugh at his accent and shit. And I'm like, this is demeaning. Yeah. And then at one point they play turning Japanese. They sure do. And Shocking. we're like, we established he's oh my gosh. Chinese. He's Chinese. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. can we get any more insensitive? He's Chinese Probably. with more of like a Vietnamese name, if we're going to be honest about it. Where, where, where did the name come from? Is, is it because ducks have that weird spike? Well, they have a cloaca. It's like, yeah, they, they have like a long... Is that where they got yeah. the name from? Yeah, I'm ducks guessing... have, have an all-purpose hole where all their shit comes out of and a corkscrew-shaped yeah. dick. So perhaps Terrible. that's it. I don't know. Terrifying. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I will say, now that you brought up Turning Japanese, Dana, do you know uh, what that song is about? Yes, I do. Okay. It's about masturbation. Sure is. About making your, yep. your what is it, your, your, your vinegar strokes? Strokes, yeah. <laughs> the vinegar nice, strokes. Nice pull. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's about, about an O-face. Um, <sighs> then I think the most problematic part of this movie is what I've dubbed the romantic rape. Um, I need to walk <laughs> you guys through this because there's a lot of thoughts that I have. It's set up uh, with us seeing how absolutely trashed Caroline is at the party. I mean, she can barely stand up. Um, hair stuck in the door and rather than like do that thing where you grab part of the hair that's not you know hooked to her head and pull that part they're oh just cut it off so we understand that she is like super blitzed she's having a good time yeah she had fun (laughs) she's partying jake literally tells the geek he can bang caroline all night long in exchange for sam's underpants as long as he takes her home when he's done with her my god can I give you a direct quote? Because I wrote this down. I literally yeah. got to this part of the movie and I was like, you know, I'm going to take a break. I don't want to watch anymore. I don't <laughs> watch I'll, finish, I'll finish this tomorrow. It's fine. I don't need this. I'm done. I, I know um, the line, but yeah, go ahead and deliver that one. Mm. Caroline's past, because they're talking about sex or whatever, because Jake's into the mousy redhead, Samantha. Uh-huh. And he goes, Caroline's passed up upstairs. I could violate her 10 different ways if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To which the geek goes, what are you waiting for, man? Yeah, go or not do like, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. So that, that exchange goes down. After that, the geek is like, no, I, I probably should not do this. I think because he's intimidated by Caroline, not because mm-hmm. he thinks that rape is wrong. Correct. Because, no, no, no. I don't know if I will be able to perform with her because she's so hot. Then we do a hilarious smash cut immediately after that to him carrying an unconscious Caroline to the car over his shoulder, mm-hmm. uh, basically caveman style, as though he clubbed her over the head. Um, Caroline, I forgot this scene happened. Caroline wakes up in the car, and Jake and the geek convince her that the geek is Jake, and she's like, oh, okay, and then passes out again. So I'm like, now you've you've officially like you know she's not in any kind of a state to do anything here because she believes that you are him and he is you and y'all are having a fun laugh about it brett kavanaugh style um as they are driving around uh the geek is irritated because caroline is really being a loud annoying drunk but then she passes out face down in his lap and he breaks the fourth wall to say this is getting good and then drives Mm -hmm. off Uh, (laughs) yep then the next that we see homeboy wakes up um he goes to wake up his two dorky friends to get photographic evidence of the crime he's about to commit which he admits is a crime he literally says he's breaking about 30 serious laws here so like get the camera i want you guys to see what's gonna happen yeah i was like let's unpack the 30 major laws you're violating because i'm pretty sure like sexual assault was actually in his list. It was like being 16 and or like 14 and driving a car, being under like Grand I don't Theft think, Auto drunk driving. 
Yeah, I do not think Caroline factored into those major curfew. Yeah, none of those. She she was just you know along for the ride. Then to button it all up, we see uh, Caroline wake up in the back seat of the car with the geek. No recollection at all of what happened, uh, which in any kind of realistic scenario would be a horrifying moment for her. But instead, she's like, no. I think I liked you having sex with my unconscious body. Be my boyfriend, please. Like, I was like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. This is just rape culture on, on film. Um, yeah. yeah. There I is also, like I was just going to say, Molly Ringwald actually, like, came out, like, way later to say, you know, times are different and, True. um, I felt very differently about those movies then and blah, blah, blah. And but she opposes a lot of what the movie's about now. Yeah, I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah. not that yeah. you're famous. Yeah. And, and I mean, Rolls Royce though, man. Rolls Royce. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. like, there's like couches in there. Look really comfortable. Rolls Royce. Doesn't yeah. obviously justify no. doing it in a car, but it looked like yeah. a very comfortable place if you're going to be doing it in a yeah. car. There is also a line she says where she's like being like loud and it is very like, I'm hoping Leslie Mann had um, this interaction in mind when she was being the drunk lady yeah. in four-year-old version. Yep. Get French toast. Fuck French toast. this for me. There but, we go. The court so she, said I need to do this. At one point, she's like putting pills in his mouth in which we come to find yeah. out it's birth control. And he's like, do you have any idea what that does to guys my age? And she goes, I know what it does for girls my age. It allows you to be super careless. I was like, oh, tell me how you really feel, John Hughes, about birth control. Yeah, in your directorial debut. Yeah. Yeah, that whole interaction. It just, and and again, this is a girl who we're introduced with booty butt naked in the shower. It's like this whole character is just (laughs) deeply unfortunate. to get off of the problematic things, I did want to break down uh, Jake's house party in this movie. Another scene that I forgot was like this insane. It was like animal. I thought we were fucking wild. Well, this is not. This is this is more like I don't I don't know. I wonder what kind of life you live. Um, first of all, everyone is welcome at this party, even the nerds which is Mm -hmm. very radically different from like the way that we usually see a house party at a popular kid's house go down in these movies, Um, which I thought was kind of refreshing. They didn't do the whole thing where it's like, you can't come in and blah, blah, blah. It's like you open the door and long duck dong is over here swinging from the door. Everyone's kind of cool. Even, even Joan Cusack with her scoliosis brace is in this house trying to having trouble drinking a beer because she can't get her a straw yeah i did find that like bizarre i was like that's kind of but i think it also just goes to show that like because i think it's meant because jake is like oh she just does this she has parties in my house she's so careless and it's not even like because it originally was just like oh i told a couple people to come over and then it just gets like i think it's again meant to show how careless and rude and awful caroline is it's like she'll just let any old motherfucker come up in jake's house and i was just like, but, like but, but jake you could say hey man get out or stop like he's supposed right? to be like king shit of fuck mountain in this movie he's mm-hmm. very defenseless everything just happens to him he's, in this he's a, yeah he's a passive victim of his own circumstances the yeah. whole house is fucking destroyed um mm-hmm. 
what happens to this house is so much worse than what happened to the house in Can't Hardly Wait. And that woman had a psychotic break. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like comparing in my head. Can't Hardly yeah, Wait. Yeah. True. Can't Hardly Wait. The drapes burn a little bit. There's some dog shit on somebody's shoe. This movie, yeah. someone has literally written all over the drapes. Like there's, yeah. a, there's a shot in the background. You can very clearly see like a lot of graffiti all over the drapes. Uh, everything in the whole house is trashed. There's like everything is broken. Just the whole house is, is about to fall down, basically. And it's just like... And does he care? No. Not one bit. And I couldn't understand why. But then I realized he doesn't have parents. <laughs> he's an orphan. Nothing matters to him. It, he's like, fuck this house. So long as my room's okay. His room's pristine. You saw him in his room. Yeah. Perfect. But the rest of the house can be fucked. It's like, so long as my room's okay. Doesn't matter if there's a hole from a bunch of weights being dropped. You're supposed to... Pro- you're supposed to like weight the floor and <laughs> well, put up extra joists so nothing falls through. But man, what? unbelievable! What? He doesn't give a shit about anything but his own room. What was he, up with fucking... the, the aggressive calisthenics these two were doing? Yeah. Like, I, I was that supposed know. to be like a euphemism for their fucking a lot? Or yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. let's they're... get physical. They were getting physical, man. Yeah, they were Olivia Newton Johnning everywhere. Yeah, they had. Sure, one of those like the the gazelle gliders or whatever, and he was riding yeah. on her doing that. They and he I, fell I over because like, he was he was he was he was too vibrant. He was too vibrant in his. It was something. I don't it know. was yeah. PG. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was PG. They couldn't show was very the actual PG. text, so they had to just do the. Hell, they might have been able to. It was eighty four. The yeah. simulated sex. Yeah, like nothing. Nothing in that house is is left unscathed and uh at one point in time some some nerds get kidnapped by some jocks which is odd like the geeks knock down a huge pyramid of beer cans and then the big geek blames his two buddies um which like okay bad news you know these three dudes named mongo are pretty pissed off at you but they just wind up putting them in the trunk and then like dropping them off outside their house it's very nice very nice of them they don't get beaten up they're 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 fine yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, as I'm shoving you in the trunk, what's your address, man? Okay. Yeah, I'll take you there. I don't, I don't have MapQuest or GPS. I, I know where that is. I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Let's help the donger get home. The donger. Yeah. Donger. They left yeah. him for his damn self. They sure did. In, they in a sure tree. Did. Um, Jake is having no fun at this party. As, as Dave said, not only is he like not bothered by the fact that his house is going to be condemned by the county, like he's not even having any fun, which I don't know if that's supposed to be because Sam isn't there. Like he's walking around mm. super like forlorn in the middle of all this chaos, and he's calling Sam's private line a couple times. And I'm wistful. Just like, he was incredibly wistful. I don't yeah. know how he got the number. He looked in the yearbook and then got her phone number somehow. Which Interesting. Yearbook Interesting. I just yes. have a like. What is his persona in high school? Like I. Was he the jock? Was he like the yeah. school president? Was he the I don't know. kid? I think it was both of those things. Yeah, just a handsome rich guy. Yeah, yeah. He he rich reminds guy, maybe. Yeah. he reminds me the most of um, and this is a reference. I'm not sure if anyone's gonna get with me, but I'll, I'll give it a shot. The Adam Scott character from Boy Meets World. Um, oh, the not the not the original. <laughs> like, the Adam Scott character from Step Brothers. I'm like ah. Uh. No, not not Harley Kiner. The Catalina the fucking wine mixer. But yes. No. Yes. Not no. not the original bully. Um, yeah. But like the second bully that they brought in, I forget what his name was, but he was 
he wasn't an athlete. He wasn't even really a bully because the original bully on that show was like big and tough. Like he wasn't that. He had like he had like like a, a little ratty kind of a sidekick, and then he had Frankie the Enforcer, Ethan Subley, at his uh, biggest as his other buddy. So we had like uh, backup. Yeah, Ethan Subley, Frankie the Enforcer, Stakino, whose dad was Big Van Vader for all you wrestling fans out there. But. Wow, he he wow. was just like a cool guy who was cool because he was cool. I think is kind of what it was, and I think. Wait, was it the guy in the the like he wore the other jacket or no? No, that was the he wore bowling shirts, like he was. Yes, um, I know who you're talking. Yeah, about. yeah, he was. Yeah, he wore bowling shirts and was just like cool because he was cool. He wasn't threatening. He wasn't gonna fight anybody. Griffin that, Hawkins. Griff, Griffin yeah, Hawkins. Griffin Hawkins. That to me is more like what Jake Ryan was. Like, I don't think he played any sports. He didn't mention yeah. any. He didn't seem like he was cool because he was going to be like violent if he didn't think Ooh. he was cool. He was just a super rich kid who drove a Porsche. Yeah. yeah. He was handsome. Yeah. That's all he needed. I, I think even the actor. handsome. He's pretty handsome. But like, you know, some shade to Mr. Michael Schofling or Chef. He is not a good actor. No. No, he has no charisma. Zero. None charisma. None. Just a wet noodle. Just a cold cold fish handshake. I feel like it'd be like, it was. Just a piece of floppy linguine. That's that's all he has. Just, just not a, not a. I, I was like not, so bored watching him. Yes, yes. Just give give me somebody with some kind of charisma in this role to be this cool. It did not work for me. Vigo um, would have just been Vigo. smoldering. He yeah. would have felt. Everybody would have felt it if it had been Vigo. He Fuck. would have done too much, and you know it. He would have done oh, way too much. You know, what? you know what? Pick any of the guys from the Outsiders. Any of those oh. guys would be fine. Rob Lowe, shut give, it give down. Me, give me Rob Lowe. Even give me Ralph Macchio with a Southern accent. Like no. give me one of those guys in no. this role. See no. Thomas Howell. He might have been too young, but you know I'm a. I'm a. Uh, I'm sure a ta- he Thomas Howell fan. Was he? Was he? This might not have been that long before he was in Soul Man. So, like, I think these are like the same know. year. It was the same year. <laughs> yeah, if it yeah. was, if it was him, old enough. But yeah, any of those guys. This dude was just fucking whack. Uh, can somebody explain to me why Sam was not at this party? Every other student is there. She's not there. She's just mopey and mad at herself because he smiled at her and she walked away and she has her sister's wedding in the morning i guess that is her sister's wedding in the morning was she's responsible she's very responsible but the donger is there i guess he's not going to the wedding he's not going he's a party animal man (laughs) he's been exposed to a medic and i was gonna do some weird russian german accent but whatever he's been exposed to american teenagers he's so excited he only hangs out with grandma and grandpa and mows the lawn and irons their clothes and does their dishes he's their like indentured fucking servant he's having a brand time i'll do one he only knows grandma and grandpa that's that's fair definitely wasn't gonna try to do an asian accent don't do it do mm -mm, not mm -mm. um i I will will not we need to talk about Ginny. Uh, Ginny with a G. Yeah. Um, I think we kind of discussed this. Are we going to say she's supposed to be like 20-ish? Unclear. Right, you know, I don't know how old she's supposed to fucking be. They told me she was 45, and I'm like, great. Sure. Love it. Yep. Let's do it. Could have been. Uh, so she. So there's like a 10-year-old brother? You think he's like 10? I think he's like 12. Sister? He's probably 12. That's like an 8-year-old little sister, too. 12, yeah. 16, so 20, 21, 22, so like a 
Sure. I, I don't, Keep I, saying numbers, saying, Dave. Keep going. What else you got? 31. I'm just trying to guess. I'm like, was because spacing seemed like a big thing back in the 80s. Like, four years here, four years here. Yeah, kids. Cool. Whatever. Yeah, yeah it, so she's probably 20, 21. Yeah, it did feel like very, I think like watching this one and knowing this is like the first movie that like John Hughes like directed. And I know he said other stuff before this, but it had a lot of like, you could see stuff for other films. Like I definitely was getting like Home Alone vibes when it was like, there's so many people in the house yep. and her birthday's forgotten. He was probably like, oh, what if I left an eight-year-old at home? Well, everybody went to Paris. I love well, it. That's... Not only that, leave her little shitty yeah. brother at home. Her, her brother is the same as, as Kevin McAllister. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a vibe. <laughs> the, character. the vibe yeah. of that brother was exactly Kevin. Yeah. 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 And only I cooler. I don't... A little bit of Kevin and that older guy. Yeah. I don't remember mm. what city, um, like what actual suburb Home Alone is in. Like this Chicago. is in. Well, I know it's in Chicago. Well, it's Wilmette, Winnetka, Wilmette. Okay, Evanston. one of those W's. Yeah, this is in Shermer, where oh, is, I think this Jay is and Silent Bob got to go sell some weed. Made up Shermer. So this, they have a, a bus that rolls by. It says this is Niles Township in Skokie, which like I know where that's at. It's um, a little farther west. There, there are more. They're, they're they're more North Shore types. Yes, that, that they're trying to portray in this movie. This is not Skokie. So, um, it's different. Yeah, I uh, I do want to talk about Ginny's delivery of her lines because there's there's only really one scene where she talks a whole lot, and I'm like, are you medicated? Like, what's happening here? And she was. Well, no, no. She was later on. No, later. Later. I thought she was later. great. No, I think she was the whole time on Xanax. She mu- she must. And then she just upped it. Later. Was she popping bars of Zanny the entire yeah, time? Yeah, she's fucking kidding me. Blowing them Zanny bars, like everything she said mm-hmm. is just really mm-hmm. weird. Um, like her delivery is strange. If you told me this is her first ever acting gig and they pulled her off the streets to like fill in for somebody else, I'd be like, yeah, that checks out because she's basically a robot. Like I was, I was very, I, for somebody who, I think we're supposed to think, is like her cool older sister because she's really pretty. And she's getting married. I think we're supposed to go, oh, we're supposed to think that, like, Sam is envious of her. I'm like, I'm not sure she can read and write. Like, something's wrong with her brain. Yeah. She's got what is Selma Blair disease from, um, from Cruel Intentions. <laughs> I felt that I felt there, there wasn't a whole lot there. And that's, no. I mean, that's, that's fine. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I'm not sure what else to really say, but, yeah, it's. There are smart people. There are dumb people. She's not dumb. She's not smart. She's like just kind of there. Yeah. Cool. I'm really kidding. Well, and the dad that. says that too. He's like, I, which was kind of a weirdest thing to say. It's like, <laughs> she needs, everything's always come so easy to her. You know, I don't worry about you. You goblin. Like, I don't worry <laughs> yeah, about you're, your older sister. <laughs> your, your ugly ass had to develop street smarts. Your hot sister. She's she's gonna wind up in a hole at some point in time. Just get stuck. Yeah, I, it was meant to be sweet, and I will say though, when you're like, there was not, there just might not have been a ton in the script because I do know that like the guy who plays the dad kept turning down. He's like, I don't want the role. There's nothing here. There's nothing to this. I don't want to play this yeah, character. He's it's right. really yeah, he's not wrong. Yeah, so like uh, John had to like rewrite it and like beg him to do it, and that's where like that couch scene occurred. That and was then a there were like. Moment. That was nice. Yeah. yeah, and it became iconic. So like they had to work on that. The mom, the woman who played the mom, was also like, "You can't have me forget 
completely forget her birthday. I need a scene where I apologize. And I there thought was, that was weird that it was one after another. Like yeah. they have to remember it. Like, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So John no, no Hughes was like, okay, throw that in there. So like if Ginny didn't speak up and go like my character's vapid, <laughs> like blow up doll. John wasn't going to write it for her. She felt well, like, oh, whatever, this is on the page, the first gig, whatever, I'll do it. The, the scene with the dad apologizing yeah. was very sweet. I, very I'm pretty touching. sure that's what they were referencing in um, uh, Not Another Teen Movie in the pumpkin tits scene. I There's think another was... movie that's similar oh. with Pumpkin-tits. Molly Ringwald. Pumpkin-tits. It also happens in Pretty in Pink. That's more... It, it does happen in Pretty in Pink, that's yeah. true. Um, but it was knowing what it's like to be married and share a bed with somebody. It's very strange. He's like, well, I'm going to go apologize. You stay here. <laughs> like if that was me, if I forgot my son's birthday and my wife also did, and I wake up at like two in the morning, like, Oh shit, I fucked up. I'd be like, we both need to go talk to our kid. It's not like I'm going to go, you sleep. I'll let you figure this out by yourself tomorrow. Like, maybe she I, took some sleeping pills and like it seemed like a drug family so she was just out she had a little, some pills with a little white wine some ice in it maybe with dinner <laughs> just, speaking of drugs yeah speaking of drugs <laughs> this scene the wedding scene i think i laughed harder at this so than anything else in the whole movie by a lot um so good in particular the part where she's basically falling for 50 straight yards from the church to the car. I'm like, this is good physical acting. Like her her ankle, the way that her ankle and like her foot was just like under itself at one point. I was just like, I can't even. Well, then she she takes off her slip and then like gets into the driver's side of the car, puts the, the driver's hat on. Yeah, like this. She's this good. The rice they're throwing at her. Like this is, she's really living it up in this scene. I yep. really enjoyed that. Even when she's walking down the aisle and is like shoving people, like I need to take a break. I was like, she I, I can't see with this thing on. Yeah, that was fun. Was she good. couldn't. She couldn't like stabilize her ankle enough for Molly Ringwald to get her shoe on while she was trying to get her dressed for the wedding. This is good. I think at one the dad walks in, she's just laying face down on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need more of this. That's, I think, a, a good example of, like, the humor this movie could have had. Yeah. They went full, like, full-blown National Lampoons. Like, let's just turn it up to 11. There should have been a lot more of that. There were enough opportunities for that in this there movie. Were, there were so many opportunities. Yeah. It was like, it got to, like, you know, just creeping up the mountain on the peak the pinnacle and yeah. then it was just like nah we're just yeah. gonna move on we're gonna bail the whole the whole movie could have been that the whole the whole party scene could have been all the things that are happening in the background of the party it can't hardly wait like just mm, doing yeah. the same things at this party instead of just having like a lot of mess everywhere and like the funniest they got was the geek being trapped into the coffee uh, coffee table like, that's not that fucking funny that's not that funny didn't at make all. any sense no didn't make any no. sense how'd you do that <laughs> there are you- sides it's not a fucking glass box no that was a glass top box of you that was a glass box. Oh, the, the sides were the sides were closed. But I'm yeah, like, but how, how do you get in there? How do you get them in there? Just hey, you lay down right there. <laughs> Don't yes, move. Yeah, I'm gonna lift exactly. this up and put it over you. Like I'm gonna move. Yeah, yeah. that that did not yeah. check out for me. Um, I did not realize he was in a glass case of emotion. He but. was in a glass case of emotion <laughs> under some some cheese puffs. Um, now this is obviously uh, like a seminal teen romantic comedy, so we do need to talk about some love at first semester here. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, we'll start with the more minor of the two, which is Sam and the Geek. 
Um, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. In my mind, he was a lot less like vile than this. Yeah. Um, I forgot that he legit mounted her in the auto shop half car twice. That's yeah. the like, thing about that. I've never seen anyone get their knee. He tried to put his like knee up, up over when he was like, oh, yeah, hang on. Let me just try to, oh, yeah. But he had his whole knee up. I'm like, that's, I don't think you know how to, how to do this, bro. No. You didn't. At no. All? no, 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 no. Like, in my mind, he was a lot more like the Ducky character from Pretty in Pink. Like, mm-hmm. you know, her actual never friend. seen it. Oh, well, we're, sure we're going to watch it. it. But like her, her actual friend who's like kind of pining after her, but she didn't realize that he liked her. Totally forgot. He just puts on a full, aggressive, full court press every time they're in the same mm-hmm. room together. She mm-hmm. could not be more like, I'm not interested. And he's like, yeah, you yeah, are. You totally are. <laughs> like that's like on the bus when on he's just bus. like in her, like literally in her business. I'm like, how are you not just like shoving him off? She she tried to get up. He like blocked her from getting out of the bus seat at one point. I didn't like yep. that. Didn't I'm like, that this is fucked up. And then, how do we for, feel about him just forgetting all about Sam like real quick? Like Ooh. to me, it was kind of weird because why? Well, because we set up in the first hour of the movie that he's like fully in love with Sam. I don't think he's ever spoken to her really, but he's like infatuated with her. But then as soon as Jake is like, Hey man, just go rape Caroline. He's like, what Sam, who you can have her pal. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I buy that. The geek is like a, he's like a social climber. So I think for him, it was like, I'm going to have my eyes set. Like I'm setting my sights on this, like who a person I think is like an attainable sophomore. He was like, that could make me look cool. And the second he gets the opportunity, like, I know we're going to get to it in a second but i just think it was like the second something better came along like he wasn't like pining it's not a ducky situation it is a yes. i'm gonna go after this girl that i've never yeah. i guess geek is a star fucker that's interesting star fucker <laughs> i think it's, it's trying to raise my own okay yeah, that's, it's okay. weird for me because i remember being that age and um like having super intense feelings for a girl whether i had like spoken to her or not at times and that was how he was how he felt to me he was like he was yeah. just irrationally in love with this girl and it's like no i think he did just think he might have a shot there yeah <laughs> just an odd way to look at it um, yeah. i was gonna start singing infatuation was that a rod stewart song but i won't. i was gonna sing infatuation I got oh no! On you. Not again! <laughs> That's where I was gonna go with that. Both of these songs have gone through through my. I, I didn't sing them though. I didn't. But sing it's gonna them. take time. Yeah, that's that's where I was gonna go. Gonna take money. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna spend money. To do it. To do it. To do it right. Um, okay, so. Didn't realize this turned into a musical show. Uh, we, we, uh, we've, we've been through some changes since you were gone. <laughs> it usually does at some point devolve to us just singing at each other. Um, well, early on, I was the time warp, I was doing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's do time warp again. Um, I do want to talk about. Ooh. Okay. I want to talk about the underpants of it all <laughs> because. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. This, this really did have the makings of Easy A. Like, we established early on that Sam is a virgin. Um, yeah. There's a sex questionnaire. Uh, oh, boy. That's, we'll talk about that in a sec. But yeah, what, can we dig into that a little bit it's, more? It's going to come up in, in a sec here when I talk about Jake and Sam. 
but mm-hmm. like she's willing to give her underpants to a dude she does not like so that he can mm-hmm. brag about having sex with her to like every freshman in the school yeah, yeah. that did not check out i feel like she yeah. didn't really think that through no true well, not only that you're walking around now with no underpants on for the rest of the night like you're just free mm-hmm. balling, which i am a proponent of free balling i'm not opposed yes. to that. But you I guys don't, don't think... carry a spare pairs in your pocket? Not to a dance. She could have had some in her locker <laughs> since they do shower. Oh, she could have been like, you know, these. I'll go get my other ones. I don't know. That's they true. do full, full nude long showers yeah. in, in, in this school. It's, it's, yeah. it's good. Imagine? With backlighting. Good school? No. Yeah, that's wild. Can you imagine? <laughs> fucking wild. It's a nice shower. It's a nice uh, shower. Now, on to Jake and Sam. I need to take a poll of you guys here. Do we like Jake or no? What Jake do we know about him? No. I don't I was going to say like you can't you can't ask, ask me that question because I don't even like what do you like what would I like? Um he drives like, a red Porsche 944. Hmm? That's his whole cool. personality. And his cool. second car is a Rolls-Royce Corniche. Anybody? <laughs> No, that's just the spare car that, that, Corniche. Okay. that he lets the geek drive around. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I've got a Porsche. Don't worry about it. I think Enjoy the, only, the only Rolls model I know is what the Silver Seraph. Is that what it's called? I have like no the, idea. The, the, the one that's like the Mr. Burns Bugatti Sexerosa. <laughs> like uh, Sexerosa. No, I, I was like, I know that. I know the Corniche and I know the Phantom. I know the oh, Corniche the Phantom, because that's yeah. what... That's the bonus that uh, Reggie Jackson wanted to sign with the Yankees. In <laughs> before. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Continue. He wanted Rolls Royce Corniche. Yeah. That is fun. Um, yeah, I think it's this whole character is like that 80s thing where the girl is supposed to be in love with him because he's like rich and handsome and popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't really matter what his personality is like, but like yeah. for him to be a, a pretty iconic like crush character i'm like i don't see what anybody would see in this dude um, what else did we have back then you look at the other films from 1984 mm. as a teen you're, you're probably lusting after uh, <laughs> professor indiana jones which you know but <laughs> not, not terrible YouTube. you know you just close your eyes and you have stuff written there somehow that's uh, yeah crazy. Indiana Jones. I guess oh, I guess that's true. I'm trying to think of who else would have been. Well, yeah, this is yeah. before the Corys, isn't it? Yeah, Corey yeah. Like this is just before. Yeah, just this is before. before them. Before they got all. Yeah, yeah. Um, this yeah, is like John the... Hughes's like first, because then it comes um, Breakfast Club, Weird Science, Ferris Bueller. Like there aren't a lot of. Yes, we were, had the Outsiders, but there yeah. were musicians at the time that I think were the big big heartthrobs because you had, yeah. you know, like a lot of the hair metal guys that edgy girls were into. Then you had. They don't look approachable. Morrissey, <laughs> so he counts. And some yeah. Morrissey. Uh, the Cure was a thing. Okay, Morrissey is not the yes. Cure. Yes. Wasn't Morrissey the lead singer of the Cure? No, it's Robert. No. Oh, it's Robert Smith. Smith? Robert yeah. Smith. Yeah, it's Robert Smith. Robert Smith. Yeah. yeah, Robert Smith. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I guess there weren't a whole lot of like. Yeah, there weren't a lot of options. It's like Porky's. None of those. None of those slubs. No, were. Not, no I mean, risky business. When did that come out? That feels right around this time. time. A little bit later, but yeah, not far oh. off. Because we, well, we, saw, we saw how ugly Tom Cruise was in The Outsiders, though. <laughs> so like he wasn't. But I, I will say this guy looked kind of like Tom Cruise. Like if you like close yes. your eyes a little bit, you, like squint. Yeah. If anybody watches Euphoria, I never realized how much Nate from Euphoria looks like Jake Ryan. 
No euphoria mm. heads up in okay. Fine. My yeah. wife loves it. I've not I've not seen an episode. It sounds okay. bleak. Okay. He it's, was also I, tinier than I expected. I wanted Jake to be more of a presence. He was a petite fella. He was like the same height as every I wanted yeah. him to like not tower, but at least I don't know. Yeah, he oh, but, was not as big as I would have thought. Yeah. Um I think this was like a deep character in a John in the first John Hughes movie. They're just oh, like he's yes. He's kind of pushing away, like, I need to date, like, the most popular girl or the cheerleader. He's like, I'm pushing that away. I'm thinking more. I'm going to say terrible things and have weird thoughts. But this is the deep character. But there's still not a lot there because I don't think there's a lot of deep characters in the early John Hughes universe, to be honest. Well, And I want to push back on that to see... Um, how deep he might have been because nah, it's not not very exactly. My theory is he's only into Sam because of the sex questionnaire. Yeah, like we yeah. see him intercept it because she okay. To, here. That's the truth. Yes, to 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 set up for the viewers who don't recall what happens here. There's a sex questionnaire that is going around. I don't think our high school had these, but maybe I no. just wasn't privy to them. But there was a, a questionnaire going around. Uh, Megan, did we have one of these? I don't think it was in high school. I think it was more of a thing in middle school. Oh, God. And we were in the, the oh, smart well, dork classes in middle school. We would, like, send around a – it was, like, a notebook, and people had to, like, answer certain questions. Oh, my God. But you didn't know who – what, except for you knew everyone's handwriting. So. <laughs> well, yeah, was I was, like, 30 kids in every class. So, like, we know who's who. Wow. Um, so, yeah, in the beginning of the movie, Sam is filling out a, qu- a sex questionnaire uh, that gets intercepted by Jake. Um, she tries to, like, I don't even know why she was doing it like this, like, tries to secretly drop it over her shoulder on her friend's desk, like, not even close to hitting the desk. Just turn around and hand it to her or wait yeah. or something. Yeah. To me, it seemed um, way too personal just to be, like, flippantly talking yeah. behind you. Yeah, because the questions were like, have you ever touched it mm-hmm. uh have you ever done it if not would you which is a weird question like, no we're virgin till i die <laughs> and then um if you were to do it who would you do it with were the questions that we saw and she wrote like jake ryan in huge letters and like underlined mm-hmm. it three or four times with like mm-hmm. exclamations and i'm like stop like it's just write his name it's fine um jake like uses his foot to pick it up off the floor and then I'm like, okay, so this is going to come back up later on. Never comes back up. So I think he just saw it and realized that this virgin wanted to have sex with him. And was like, cool, I'm doing this tonight. But then Not, like, he yeah. does say later that like, oh, I can have sex. Remember? I can violate Caroline 10 different I can go ways. rape Caroline Remember? right now. <laughs> but he says like he wants something more. And there's a part of me like, I feel like this happens in some of the teen movies and things that it's just like have this conversation with caroline then tell her it's like can we be real people it was almost just like no like sam because she like stares at him and looks at him longingly and he just wants someone to fawn all over him and i was just like well and they they had a pretty mature conversation at the end uh where she's like yeah you know we're getting older we should probably like see other people and he's like yeah okay cool so like they had this conversation eventually but like he just treats her like shit at the dance (laughs) instead of being like i want to hook up with this weird gawky virgin for some reason um i'm trying to think of the character that he reminded me of in like 
more of today's high school movies where it's like kind of going after the geek um uh, but was the oh oh well for a wanted somebody there, with a little bit more intellectual and normalcy for a say? minute there he was that guy from book smart before he hooked up with the girl that the other girl was in love with remember there was the dude in book smart mm-hmm. who beanie feldstein was into and they go oh. to his house for the party and he's like no no i'm actually like a deep like nice guy he had jr's kid yes yes yeah. cuba gooding jr jr cuba kid um, yeah cuba kid cuba libre but yeah that i mean I, that was a little bit of this character where he's like cool it's and like popular. never been kissed yes like the popular guy goes for the nerdy girl who's a little bit well, the, hold on. The popular guy in Never Been Kissed went for the teenage gymnast, and he was 35. And then the, the adult <laughs> teacher went for the mousy girl. So it's not, it's not quite that. Um, okay, never mind. Yeah, there, I don't there's, know. Not, there's not a great comp for this. I don't, I don't know that I, I can think of one off the top of my head. But, like, maybe, maybe Oz from, um, from American Pie, like the, the big-time jock who wants to go after, like, the quiet choir girl. Perhaps. I was like, Oz insane. from HBO? I know, HBO I was like the same thing. Oh, I was no. like, Whoa. oh no. Yeah, yeah, Jake, oh, no. Jake Jake comes from Oz. Oz. Yeah. Um, yeah, perhaps. I don't know. But like, do we want to be loved by you? Isn't that true? What's the one movie where he makes her get a makeover? All of them. With that girl, um, what? Oh, she's oh, all that. Oh, she's all that. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's, but yeah, I eventually his character from She's All That eventually becomes Jake Ryan. In the beginning, it's a bet, but then in yeah. the end, he does just like the quiet girl who is Rachel Lee Cook. So, like, I get why you're into her. She's unreasonably attractive. She has glasses. She's got a ponytail and glasses. Yeah. Not her. Ain't on her overalls. Um, ah. Now, did we buy that Sam's dad would be cool with Sam skipping her sister's wedding reception for a boy? Oh. It seemed odd to me. Um, I think her dad was actually a normal human, and so was she. And her, and he knows the sister is like, just like he's like, I just want to marry this woman off so I can like, not have her in my household ever. Get her out of my hair. Yeah. No, it's. That seems like they probably got a couple hours till the reception. We have to take pictures. Yeah, take pictures. Um, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, if we're going by regular wedding, the 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 way that it works, yeah, it, it's gonna work out. But for right now, she's just going away. Yeah, it just. I mean, I think it would be Jake different. Ryan. It would be different Ryan. if, like, the mom and dad liked the rice checks. And they're like, yeah, we don't want to go to this either. <laughs> like, and your sister yeah. is passed out. So she's like, I don't know if you were there or not. Um, then I, I, I know that the kiss that they have at the end of this movie is like super iconic. It's been done. I'm pretty sure they did this in um, Family Guy as well. But like, they, they look so uncomfortable. It's bad. I don't like this kiss. They look so. Thanks for coming to my birthday, Jake Ryan. I'm like, oh god. It, it, it took them for You're welcome, Peter, to lean all to lean all the way across that fire hazard of a cake to kiss. If you watch it, 
by the end, Jake can't lean any further forward and has to like push with his hands to get all the way there. I'm like, this is your yeah. neck's gonna be sore, your back is gonna hurt. Just like get up. Why are you guys Good sitting man. on a dining room table? It's gonna it's have some trouble. Picturesque. It's it is a beautiful scene. I mean, cinematography, yeah, I get it. But yeah, man, this is not feasible or reasonable at all to behave like this. A room lit only by birthday candles. It was fantastic. And but I, not really. I, I thought it was kind of dumb. Yeah. It was kind of dumb. I want to dumb. point out, it was nighttime. She was still in her dress from the wedding, which could not have been comfortable. All that taffeta on it, but like, yeah. So you've missed the entire reception. This is not like we're going to go hang out for a couple hours and bang one out, you know, during picture time. It's like we're going to be dating. You made a face. Bang be- one out. No, that's what he had in mind. No, he no, got. No. The, oh, so he just happened to like her that day for no reason. Yeah, yeah, man. He said he wanted something more, something deeper. That's what I choose to believe. <laughs> Fantasy land. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This movie uh, is very, very quotable. I think a lot of the, the lines have kind of stood the test of time, as we said. So I want to dig into some potent quotables here. What did you say? Um, the first few that I want to do, again... Yeah. Let's drive home. This is a PG movie. So, yeah. The first we weren't thing, so sensitive back then. We weren't banning <sighs> books because there's curse words in them. Yeah, well, everyone just needs to take a chill. Take some of those muscle relaxers and release them. Yeah. I, what I wouldn't give. Yeah. And we're not even banning them for, you know, for bad words. We're banning them because black people are in them now. But No, no, mouse. There's curse words. Well, in there's there. curse words in mouse. But that's if that was the only one. And naked, naked mice. Are they really banning they're nude naked mouse? Mice. Yeah, uh-huh. and yes. they did in Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee. Um, also, the hate uh-huh. you give. Uh, some school banned the Lorax because it's it's too. Oh animal. yeah, I saw that. That's insane. Save the planet. I, Get out of here. I yeah. I learned about the Holocaust from Mouse. I, I didn't really learn. I didn't learn. Jesus Christ. Okay. Don't worry about that, Dave. Not, not in Tennessee. You didn't. You don't need to know no, about that. Yeah. You don't uh, need to know about that. Okay, so again, for a PG movie, um, I can't believe this. They fucking forgot my birthday. That's mm-hmm. sad. Uh, yeah. Sam um, also says, uh, I'd shit twice and die. I'm not even sure that was in a reference. I think it was like if Jake found out that she liked him. Yes, that's exactly what it was a reference die. to. You. I was like, oh, um, okay. Mike says, the hell are you bitching about? I got to sleep under some Chinaman name after a duck's dork. Like the, this opening of the movie. Yeah. Um, and he then- also says right after that, it's not a famous quote, but he also tells his mom, be sure to burn the sheets and mattresses. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, so, so this kid's on them. horrible and racist. And the, the mom is like, yeah, good point. I'll do that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, check. Let me put then, that on the list. The last one here uh, is, a, is a Jenny line. I can't deliver it as flatly and, and empty, soulless as she does, but unbelievable. You make someone a bridesmaid and they shit all over you. PG movie. Yeah. No, man. It's just... Um, Dong, where is my automobile <laughs> and he didn't have an answer didn't he? He's, automobile? He's, oh, sorry i uh, drove it into a lake <laughs> yeah i drove it into a lake but yeah that was a family guy reference that i that i saw this i'm like oh he, he they really fucked up that car yeah. uh i i i do i do declare uh let's see samantha donger's here for five hours he's got somebody i live here my whole life i'm like a disease like that's really that made me really she's sad. She's not wrong. Yeah, longer had someone right away. Yeah, <laughs> but she's not a disease. 
That's that's classic 16-year-old. That's classic 16-year-old. I'm the worst. Everything's the worst because I'm the worst. Yeah. So that's just classic. Yeah. That's true. That's the attitude Um, that gave us dashboard confessional. Yeah. Mm. I had a line, um, and it's in reference to Long Duck Tom. I think he says, uh, how do you spell it? About maybe some food? I can't remember. Oh. You don't spell it. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, well, you don't spell it, son. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you really Need can't it. spell it so I can write it down if I like it so I can right? get it some other time. I, I don't know. Whatever. Meanwhile, did you see he was using his fork and knife as chopsticks? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I was like, wait, what? That seems fucking impossible. And like a terrible I idea. Notice that. Messy as hell. Yeah, there was there's a point where the geek is talking about uh, Sam, and one of the boys is like, I don't think I know her. Is she a freshman? And the geek's response is, sophomore, sophomore, fully aged sophomore meat, sophomore meat. I like mm. it. Good I like lord, it. Epstein, calm down. Ugh. He oh. also says later, these aren't quotable, but these are things that I wrote down. When Jake is like, tell me more about this Sam girl, and he goes. Smallish tits, decent voice, smells great. Yeah. What? Ew. No. While, while, while making what I'm certain was a garbage martini. Because <laughs> he barely yes. swirled it around in the mixer. <laughs> like, Guys, you didn't shake it or stir it. A martini in a, at a high school party? Prepared, you don't do that. Prepared by a blackout drunk 14-year-old. Yeah. yeah that's just vodka in a cup with olives isn't it gin it's probably too much vermouth and they're just like we'll oh. shake it we'll stir no, it we'll shake vermouth. it we'll stir it it's just it's it's just not gonna work just don't yeah. even bother yeah that's yeah, i guarantee there was no vermouth in that um which is really how i drink my vodka martinis just, <laughs> yeah. vodka. just give me a drop that's very dry give me a drop of the i say a whisper vermouth. a whisper of vermouth oh. like oh. just like roll it around blow and it. it out and blow it that. over the top see, i'm not i'm not a clear liquor person i get sweaty and headachey. give me some brown give me some rum okay. some whiskey bourbon some kind of scotch something that tastes okay. like wood um now we I've, talked about i have one last quote hit it can i yeah do it it's Ew. a jenny quote and she says, I've had men who've loved me before, but not for six months in a row. <laughs> the, the oily bohunk has been after her for six months. And she's oh. like, well, he's the one. Uh, they're also getting married tomorrow. So presumably they've been married for six months or be engaged for six months. <laughs> like they yeah. got engaged yeah. right away. No. Wow. Engaged for like two months. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it was, it was a church wedding. So I didn't, I didn't see the reception and how much timing and planning that would take. But yeah. And he's like, when they find out she has her period, he goes, huh, show, like, whatever he says about all the people who thought we had to get married. Uh-huh. Well, the, he says that, and also Mike says he elbows dead. He's like, oh, she got her period today. Gonna make for an interesting honeymoon, huh? I'm like, you are a little 12. What yeah. is wrong with it? It's your sister, man. And then the dad goes, where do you learn this stuff? And he goes, school. And he goes, oh, yeah. get my money's worth. Yeah. It's public school. Yeah. <laughs> just, mm. just things were... <laughs> Things were amiss in this household. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we talked at the very beginning about Jimmy Iovine and some of the music in the movie. So I want to do a quick mic check here. Mic check one, two, one, two. Mic check one, two. Microphone check one, two. 
Um, I think you guys are going to know more of these songs than me. Because there were, there were a number of songs that I recognized, but like didn't know the name of. Um, so I want to talk about True by Spandau Ballet at the dance. Oh. It's, 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 in every, it's in every 80s movie for a moment. It's, I mean, the, the basis is True. getting down in that song. <laughs> yeah, the vocals. Ronnie is, and Julia. <laughs> yeah. The vocals are too much. But if you guys listen to this, the bass part in that song, I do is getting fucking down in that. Much is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we talked about Turning Japanese by The Vapors, but um, they played Rebel Yell by Billy Idol. Sure yeah. did. While the geek is about to rape Caroline. And then... They played Young Americans uh, by David Bowie. Oh, I Great song. Me with the um, Young Americans. Yeah, it's a, that's right. a good young one. Young Americans. That's right. Young like, Americans. It, it, it felt out young of place American. in this scene. It, it felt weird to have music I thought it was, all for this scene. I thought it was good. Thought, the only yeah. reason I liked it was because it cut off immediately as they're backing out and they see Long Duck Dong dead in the front yard. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's a a funny it's such like a peppy upbeat song that to have it just like drop cold all of a sudden was kind of funny for me but yeah. uh what other songs did you guys want to talk about uh the love theme from the godfather at dinner i'm like oh man I spent a lot of money okay. on that yeah unexpected so this is supposed to, this is a mafia family we're having a mafia Apparently. family dinner cool yeah. great awesome yeah. cool <laughs> they do just like drop songs on in there really quickly. Like there's a song by Wham Young Guns, and I mm-hmm. that's not what I thought the name of it was. And I tried to shazam shazam it really quickly, but it like they just play so many snippets that it was like hard to keep up with everything. Like Gloria by like Patty Smith. Is played. Yeah, I don't think it's that one. I don't think it's that Gloria. I think it's Gloria. Gloria. I don't know. It's yeah, Patty Smith. It's Patty Smith written oh, by Van one. Morrison. I don't know. I looked it up. I don't know which Morrison Gloria. Van Morrison one is. is the G L O R I A one. I can't okay. be certain. I don't remember okay. hearing it in the movie though, but I see Apparently that it's on the it list. Huh. It should have yeah. been in there. Wow. Yeah. There's just like a lot of and that oh man, that Wham song. I like knew it a second ago and now I like can't hear it. But it was like as they're leaving Jake's house, I think. If it's not if if it's not that freeze frame one, I don't know anything that uh, no. that no, Wham's done. It's not that one. Wake me. I don't know. Before, it's not waking oh, up. Before you go, go ahead. If it's not that one or freeze frame, then well, and, yeah, I don't and know. technically, Last Christmas is a Wham song. It's yes. a George Michael solo, oh, but it's on a Wham album. Yeah. Can right. I tell you? I always thought it was Wake Me Up Before You Go, Girl, because that makes more sense. Not Thank Go you. Go. It makes more mm-hmm. sense until you realize. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, it doesn't, it kind of rhymes. And I was like, yeah, wake him up before you go, girl. Walk out the house. No, they, wake uh, him up. Say goodbye. During, I think it was during the school dance, there was a special song. Uh, if you guys like Ska. Um, can't remember. I remember hearing it, but I don't remember which song yeah, it was. Exactly. Don't, don't remember what it is, but it's a lot of, you know, just thicky, thicky, well, get guitar and so uh-huh. on and so forth. Does anyone Saw know that what song they played at the end when she sees Jake right outside the church? Thompson Twins, If You Were Here. Okay, because I'm like, I know mm. that, that weird synth. Yeah, you like, that is instantly recognizable. I could not tell you what the rest of the song sounds oh. like, but just that yeah. like, boom, yeah. boom, 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 <laughs> that, boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom, yeah. And then, boom, 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 boom
the we- it's got a weird synth like I'm not even you guys know it, right? That was enough know. to help you figure it out, right? You know the you one. Got it. It's good. Yeah. You know the one. Come on, listeners, join <laughs> in. No, but um, and of course the the movie's named after a song, obviously. Candles, yeah. but not that version. It's a different version. <laughs> they, they played over Make the, over a lovely night. Yes, yep. uh, I was, was by the Stray Cats. Was it really the Stray Cats? The Stray I think Cats, it was their cover. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it was their wow. cover of it. Wow, yeah. Brian Setzer was working at the time. Yeah, hundred yep. percent, man. He's been working ever since. <laughs> He's a hard-working man. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, one of the things that we like doing on this pod is taking a look at a minor character and seeing this movie was the peak of their whole career, the start of big things. So, it is time for an IMDb deep dive. Um. There were a lot of choices in this movie. A lot of very minor Come. characters. Couple. A bunch. Yeah. I thought about doing Randy for a minute, the best friend who's there for a little while, or her mm. boyfriend, or one of the geeks, the the non Cusack one. I was gonna do. Um, I was gonna pull. A, who did that? Was that you, Dane, or you, Dave? You did a very famous person. I, I did gonna, Amy Adams during yeah. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah. I, was, I was gonna do Joan Cusack. I'm like so, what? Joan Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also determined Amy worked. For like a decade before That's she true. got her like she, next hit, yeah, like the, her, she was slogging. Her next yeah. decade of credits were unknown garbage. So that's true. She, it took her a long. Catherine time and Cruel Intentions too. Get out of here. Yeah. Direct to DVD, Cruel Intentions too. Um, I wound up choosing Debbie Pollock, uh, who plays the lumberjack, which again oh. I think that she had a name, but nah. I Marlene. Mar- there you go, Marlene. Oh, okay. I I think of her as being um, what was it? Girl's name Big Rhonda. I think was the the girl that Fez <laughs> dated from that '70s show. Oh yeah, she. Oh yeah, yeah. The same. Yeah. Why do they? She's a, a giant woman. Mm, this seems like an interesting trend. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the foreign guy with a giant girl. With a big, mm. Yeah. Um. So she has had 23 credits. This was her very first ever credit. Um, she didn't work again for three years after this, which I thought was kind of odd. Um, didn't work again until she was in one episode of Saint Elsewhere. She did some more TV acting in the 80s. Uh, she played a nun in 24 episodes of the soap opera Santa Barbara, which I did not know that was a soap opera. I'm like, oh, she was in 24 episodes of a show as a nun. Let me look it up. And then I'm like, oh, this was like a shitty soap opera. Santa Barbara. Did I watch? No. I mean, more like it, a- just a, Port Charles kind of gal, just yes. a spin-off Port of General Tr- Hospital. My my mom watched Port Charles. I'm familiar. <laughs> is 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 Passions the one where there's a lot of crazy like leprechauns and stuff? Yeah, like that? yeah. it wasn't was a leprechaun. Is, it was it was a it was a, a, a living a living um, a, a living doll, ventriloquist no. doll. doll. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. get it either. But <laughs> these, these things really happened. They really yes. happened. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to just like have a discussion about. We need to do a podcast on that show. <laughs> the I'm sure cast. one exists. I I'm guarantee sure one exists. If not, someone is really missing an opportunity there. Uh, so she was in Santa Barbara. She was in an episode of New Heart. She was in Jake and the Fat oh, Man. Oh. So like she had okay. some some recognizable credits in the 80s. Um, she was in one episode of ER uh, in 1993 <gasps> with okay. Getty Watanabe. Uh, pr- probably. Then uh, around the same time. Th- then she didn't work again until 2007. So a what? fourteen year gap. Like she did, she did this movie. Took three years off. Did some more acting, but in like recognizable things. Then went away again for fourteen years. 
then she came back. She was in uh, one episode each of Criminal Minds, American Horror Story, Desperate Housewives. So, like, again, gets right back into it and recognizable things. Um, mm. She was in one episode each of the OA and Dirty John. If you haven't watched the huh. OA, um, <laughs> check it out, man. It's crazy. First season's wild. wild. The first season's insane. It, wild. Is, it is one of the more, like, visually. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're like- doing. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole choreographed I, dance I wish number. This was not just an audio. A lot of deep breathing. I wish I a wish it was video because we were of... <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a lot of interpretive yeah. dance here. So good. Uh, the OA was fucking wild. I remember the first time I, I watched the episode because you know Netflix pushes their shit at you, and so yep. I'm like I'll watch this, and I watched it. And the first like 45 minutes is one show. Then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we spent $90 million for this next shot alone. Like a giant yeah. overhead tracking shot. You're in Russia all of a sudden. I'm like, what is this show about? Yeah. Um, How weird. Yeah. So then she was in the OA, and I loved Dirty John. Dirty John was some fun shit. The original, not Dirty John Betty, which was fun. Not the Betty Browner. Oh, wait, is this the um, Connie Britt yep. one? Yeah, Connie I Britt haven't finished it. I haven't yeah. finished that's it. A, that's a good one. It was Keep Eric Banner, I think, too. Yes, oh, yeah. I was going to say Eric Bana, but that felt yeah, wrong. I haven't finished it. I started it. I should probably it's go back. The Juno Temple is great in it as the ditzy daughter. Yep. Oh, so yep. Good. So good. Podcast was better, but that was I, I had a lot of fun watching that. Um, she is currently on the Apple TV series for all mankind, which is yeah. I think they go to the, the moon or Mars or some shit. They that. presuppose sure. that guess what? The Russians got to the moon first. Oh, and that. That's and it blows up America. It ruins. It oh, ruins everything. Sputnik yeah. already had a shook, so that would that would. Yeah. Be. Um, but just that that you know that's it again. Looking at her credits, I'm like, for someone with 23 credits, I recognize almost all of them. And you took some big fucking breaks along the way. But I did want to point out what she was in right before for All Mankind. Uh, she was in a short film called Poop at Your Place, which I have many questions about. I don't know what it's about. Uh, the title is strange to me. I don't know. Yeah. You, can, you can read, listen, you can read that sentence, those four words with yeah. emphasis on whichever word you want and it's different. Poop I can in tell your you, place. I can tell you what, your place. No, I can Poop tell you your what, place. I think, what I think it's about. I'm sure it's a relationship thing where it's like, we haven't gotten to that part where I can poop <laughs> at your place. I think, I think you're right. I and they discuss right. it. And they discuss yeah. it. It's yeah. an important anthem of female empowerment is yeah. what the tagline is when I click yeah. through. I, I guess mm-hmm. I guess pooping at his place is kind of a way to be like I am we in it. roar, I guess. No, like, we in it now. I just took a shit at your place. Yeah. I'm no longer, We're together. <laughs> I'm no longer yeah. the side piece. Like I yeah. I'm, I'm the captain now. Look at me. Yeah. I'm the captain now. Yeah. I guess that is kind of how that goes. Uh-huh. Captain My Phillips. God. It's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna watch that tonight. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> all right. So all that poop talk does bring us to the end of this episode, and just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to announce some uh. superlatives. Uh, Long Duck Dong is most likely to appear on a season of Ninety Day Fiance with a very large American woman. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's the thing that happened this season. There's a there's a woman on this season um, who aggressively fetishizes Japanese culture like it's bad like it's okay. it's 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 fucked up to watch and understand that like oh you're just into 
Japanese features. And she is with a Chinese man because I think that she thinks Japan is a neighborhood in China. Like, she's very dumb. But, like, all of her shit, she's like, oh, I love anime. And I love, you know, all of these things and karate and shit. And I'm like, you know Johnny's from China, not Japan, right? That's going to be Long Duck Dong's fate. Um, Caroline is most likely to explain to her children repeatedly that being drunk is not the same as giving consent. Caroline. Realize, yeah. Everyone Caroline. should. Yeah, everyone should. <laughs> She's the reason for the word, bitch. Bitch. Uh, what a fun song. Um, the geek is most likely to spend a lot of his time, a lot of his free time on incel message boards. Um, I think understanding that this is how he enters sexual life. Like he loses his virginity to an asleep woman who was given him by another man is going to really fuck up his perceptions of sexual relationships. Um, Jake is most likely to angrily shout, whatever happened to boys will be boys, huh? I think he's going to be mad at societal changes. And Mm. Sam is most likely- Very Cal from Euphoria. Anyway, keep continuing. I'm not going to watch that show. These are all names. I I can tell you that these are names. I I don't know anything that that it means, but maybe I'll watch it. My wife does really love it, though. It's Um, wild. My wife. My wife. There you go. uh, Sam is most likely to secretly really enjoy watching how horrible Ginny's marriage is. I think Mm. a lot of pleasure out of watching- how fucking awful. I don't think Jenny's going to know how bad her marriage is. Oh, Jenny will. On... But Sam will realize. Okay. Jenny's going to be doped up or dying or something. But yeah. Doped it's... up. A lot of martini. Also relaxers in your face. Big old glasses <laughs> of wine. Yeah, just, just, just eating four muscle relaxers with yeah. breakfast. I feel like very um, much like uh, Betty Draper from Mad Men. Just kind of that. God, I and then at some point, Betty she's going to start shooting too. shit out of the sky. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I, Betty, I, I, Betty, feel Betty, Betty. I feel bad for how much I hated her. I'm sure if I go back and watch it, I'm like, oh, yeah, as a different, in a different time, I'm like, yeah, she, I, your husband mistreated you. Oh my God. You didn't get the, anyway, that's I for just, another. I, I found her super irritating because the whole oh. show was told through his perspective. Yeah. I'm like, look at this very, of a wife. Very sad end for Betty. Very and this is the whole reason why we're in this predicament that we are today because everything was told from the white man's perspective. I'm not even a white man. Yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, yeah, that shit. Speaking of which, if you have some free time, there's a four part uh, documentary series on Showtime called Everything's Gonna Be All White. Watch that shit. If you're, if you're a minority, watch that and be like, yep, this is how I feel. If you're white, watch that and go, oh shit, that's how they feel. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's incredibly well done. It's funny. It's got a lot of humor in it, but it's really, really good. Um, This next movie is Dana's pick. Dana, what are we going to watch next? Okay, so I was torn um, because I realized we should maybe. Out of faith, yeah. (laughs) Natalie Andrulia. She. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to. I literally almost started singing it. I went with the different song. I'm already torn. Yeah. Uh, I am torn though. So we are coming up on the end of Black History Month. It's been a weird Mm, one. It's been a weird one in the culture. Um, So I'm torn between two films by a. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's just <laughs> hammer it home during the Bring it on. I want to go to Harvard. Face. Take Give some pills. Give me some pills. Let's become tan. Okay, let's anyway. Do no, it. No, 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 no. So I'm going to pick 
I was torn between two, but then we had an astronaut speak at, a black astronaut speak at Dropbox. I should say his name. Is it Vincent? Hold on. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Is it that cool uh, guy with the dog? Victor. Victor Glover. No, not that guy. Oh, different guy. Okay. He's the first black American uh, who went into the space station. Okay. Mm. Victor Glover. Mentioned okay. in this film, uh, and I was going to pick a different film by this director, but I'm going to go with this one because it was mentioned earlier in the pod. We're doing Boys in the Hood. Oh my God. Ricky! Ricky! Oh, shit. Oh, I Let's need do to it. Myself for this. I need Let's to. Let's do it. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. I was not ready. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. No, listen, I obviously I love it. Um, mm. Let's do it. Among my favorite films of all time. But so good. Ooh, that's going to be fucking heavy. Neil yeah. Long, ladies and gentlemen. All right. It's not that long. Neil Long. No, it's, it's Neil Long. Oh, Neil. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow, we were just talking about Cuba. Cuba Jr. Mm. Cuba, so. Morris Chestnut, Furious Ice Styles, Cube. Warren Fisher. Wow. Yeah. This the is cast a good one. is off the fuck. Was that, uh, was that Regina King, too? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I almost did a Oof. different John Singleton, Higher mm. Learning. I almost did that one. It's on my list. Mm. I've never mm. seen it, but I'm very oh. aware of it. Oh, Tyra Banks yeah. is in it. Wow. Oh, wow. Fuck. All right. Well, Buster Rhymes in it. Man. Buster Rhymes is in it. <laughs> I could have gone either way here, guys. No, you, you both would have been one. great. This both is, would have been is great. Gonna be, this is going to be a, a bliggity black episode that we're going to do here. It's going to be fucking fantastic. Yeah, um, let's do it. Close out Black History Month. Yeah. Boys in the Hood. That's You guys, on that co- on the cover, Cuba Gooding yeah. Jr.'s shirt is just... Yeah. It's like, it's much. a multi-pattern silk, isn't it? It's like the shirt, oh, what is it called on the Cosby show? Gordon Gartrell. Uh, Gordon Gartrell shirt. Yes, Gordon Gartrell. Yeah, Gordon Gartrell. Gordon Gartrell. I, I, I don't know. Oh, oh my god, the Gordon Gartrell. <laughs> oh, you want to go and have big fun with the wretched in Baltimore? Um, guys, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, leave us a five star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Recapping Gun Pod. That is. R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D and join our Facebook group, the Recap and Gown Fan Club. We'll keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to jump in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Jenny, I think you're being a little selfish and immature. Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg, but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're gonna get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. 